0: And now, it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. All right, Angie, let's answer some questions to kick things off this week from our listeners throughout the area. First up today is Stan from Chapel Hill. Stan says, we're looking for an affordable starter home. Can you point me in the direction of some areas or neighborhoods that would be a good fit for a first-time home-buying couple with no kids planned for the near future? We would prefer a house and our budget is $200,000.
1: So Stan, great question, you know, and you want to make sure that whenever you're buying your first home that you stay within a comfort level um, in a budget that meets your needs um, because the last thing we want is for anyone to be house poor per se, right? Um, and a $200,000 price point is a great point or starting point, you know, for a first-time buyer. So if you're trying to stay in Chapel Hill, it is going to be a little bit tougher for you um, just to be very transparent and to educate you on the market in Chapel Hill, as far as the available homes that are under a 200000 price point, the only thing you're really going to find more than likely is going to be a condo, which there's nothing wrong with a condo. You know, the great thing about a condo as being a starter home is there's going to be less maintenance for you just because you own from the walls in. So you actually have your HOA, management company, who is maintaining the grounds, the exterior, you know, and that's, I would say, the hardest thing about home ownership especially for a first-time homeowner is, wait a minute, I have to take care of this stuff when something breaks? So (laughs) a condo might be a great option. Um, But there are some neighborhoods, you know, that have condos under that 200,000 mark. Uh, For example, like Finley Forest condos, uh, right under 200,000. That's a larger condo. It's around like 1250 square feet, we then have some smaller units. There's, for example, Hamlin Park condos. You know, they're going to be under 1,000 square feet. can get those around a 130 mark. And then there's also Shepherd Lane, which is a well-known uh, condominium development. Uh, those are older Shepherd condos. Lane, I
0: lived in Shepherd Lane once. Did you?
1: I did. I didn't I didn't own
0: it. I, I subletted an apartment there or a condo That's there. That's um, funny. I think it was between my... I want to say that was leading into junior year. So in between my sophomore and junior years, I spent, I rented a, uh, it was my first off campus, like true renting on your own kind of setup. And it was from uh, (laughs) an an awesome lady who had this, like, it was a, it was a little studio, her, her place was a little studio. And uh, it was so cool because, you know, this is 2006, seven, some, somewhere in that range. Uh And she had like a 65 inch TV in this little four hundred square foot studio, that's park. big. So I mean, it was like enormous, and she had this yeah. huge movie library, and uh oh, I'll you never were forget like the
1: living the life.
0: The bed, I would just roll out of the bed literally onto the couch. So the couch was like backed up to the edge of the bed. You
1: said only four hundred square feet.
0: I, I don't I don't remember exactly how much okay. square feet. It may have even been well, less than that. It like was, the ones it was I'm looking at, there there are
1: 800, so they are smaller, but they are. Yeah, I two think beds. the
0: the that um, that area or that that group of condos is they're all different. Uh, if yeah. I if I yeah. remember correctly, I mean my memory may be a little fuzzy here, but uh, yeah, that's
1: wonderful. But yeah, but I mean, it was a little
0: tiny corner unit. Yeah, it was it was awesome.
1: I love it. I like this. Yeah, small world, right? It's actually a great um,
0: spot. It's right across the the street from uh, what used to be University Mall, and now I guess what's University Place uh, uh-huh. they call it yep. now. But um, it was a great spot to be in, right off of Estes Drive. So yeah, it's a good spot in Chapel Hill, an affordable way to be in. Chapel Hill. That's for sure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And just to let you know, too, you know, I was mentioning only the active homes. Now, there is a possibility of finding like a detached home or a townhome. They're super, super limited, but they are out there, but if one comes on the market, it's going quick if you're trying to stay in Chappell at under 200,000. So, you know, it's always great to get set up on a search and our team, we can do that for you. To set you up on a search that's not only sending you active listings, but also the coming soon listings, just so you're well aware of what's up and coming. And so we can be the first one to get out there because I mean, If you miss it, even by, you know, it's been on the market even a day or two, it's gone, you know, and a lot of times probably with multiple offers. So yeah, there are some great opportunities for some starter homes, you know, in Chapel Hill under that 200 price point. And of course, our team would love to guide you and assist you with that.
0: That was a really fun summer living there. I would like that area a lot. So not a bad place to start, uh, that's for sure, whether renting or, in your case, Stan, looking to uh, buy a place. That's a fun little area there. So great question. Uh, thank you, Stan. That's a common one, Angie, right? People ask you all the time, hey, here's my budget. Where, where can I go? Uh, you know, where, Where's a good spot for me to look yep. at? And, and you're able to run those searches and kind of look oh, and peek. Oh, most and, Definitely. Talk folks we have access,
1: you remember, to, it's a confusion sometimes, you know, people will say, well, what listings do you have? You know, and, well, we might not even have any available listings, like, personally, our firm in that specific area or price point. But remember, we have access to everything in the Triangle MLS. So it's not just our listings. We have access to everyone's inventory. So no matter, you know, what you're looking for area price point whatever might be we can pull that information from our mls database here in the triangle and we also have access to the matrix mls as well which is kind of more of the sanford fayetteville four oaks just kind of a little bit uh more south we are a member of that mls as well we have an agent who actively works that area so you know no matter where you're looking at we can help out
0: yeah, that's a great point. Uh, good question, Stan. And uh, Angie, thank you for mentioning Shepherd Lane and taking me down memory lane a little bit. That was fun. Paul has a question for us. Uh, Paul, so oh, by the way, Stan, great point. I shouldn't uh, forget to mention this. Since you're looking to buy your first home, you've got to get Angie's Home Buying Guide. It's essential for first-time homebuyers and even if you've been through the process before but it's been a while. I mean, we were six years between our first home and second home. I had to go back into that guide and kind of remind myself, Angie, all right, what are the the steps of Mm -hmm. the process, you know, just to get a refresher. So great fit for uh, for anybody looking to buy in the near future. Pick up Angie Cole's Home Buying Guide. We make it for free, available to you here on the radio show. Uh, It just teaches you the terms that you need to know, the steps of the buying process, kind of walks you through it in uh, easy-to-understand language. If you want to get that, just text the word SAVVY, to the number 21000. Again, text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. Click on the link that we send back to you and you'll be able to view the home buying guide. Paul has our next question. Paul is over in Apex and says, I'm preparing to sell my home in the next six months. In today's day and age, why do I even need a realtor to help me market my home? Can't I just use social media, a personal website and some various listing websites to market it myself?
1: You know, Paul, that's a great question. And, you know, there is always the option to do a for sale by owner, but there are statistics behind it that a for sale by owner on average is getting 6 to 8% less than what they would receive if they marketed the home by a real estate agent. Now, not every agent out there is spectacular and wonderful right their uh marketing might be very limited uh but make sure that you connect with an agent who has just an amazing marketing plan who's going to put your home just everywhere possible, and the amount of marketing that you receive by listing with a real estate agent is going to drive the most traffic to your home. The more traffic, more showings, the quicker you'll get an offer, and the higher price point that you'll get. And then above and beyond that, you know, it's not even just the highest price point, But it's managing everything from contract to close it's managing expectations it's explaining the process making sure that you understand you know hey this is the norm this is not helping you negotiate repairs you know and just getting you to the closing table on time and making it smooth and seamless so having a professional who, you know, is actually just your advocate looking out for you to get you top dollar and to manage the contract to close process is well worth hiring an agent. Yeah,
0: there's just so much more to it than just taking pictures and putting it up online. I mean, that's an an important part still (laughs) to get good photos and do those kinds of things. But so many other layers that a lot of people... Overlook and uh, paul you don 't want to do that, and we 've certainly talked about that many times on the show today it 's a good question, but uh, there 's so as you laid out angie, so many more things to think about, so consider that heavily, Paul, before going down that route on your own. The stories are uh, numerous of those who have tried to go about that route on their own only to reverse course later on, and they've just lost time and money at that point. So uh, consider that heavily before doing it on your own. If you want to find out a little bit more of what it's like to work with Angie and her team and have uh, a little bit more personal one-on-one conversation about what you're looking to do and some of the concerns that you may have, that's certainly fine to address those. You can call and reach out to Angie uh, at 919-538-6477. Again, you can call or text 919 538 Seventy-seven. Angie you've also put together a great tool that helps people find out the potential value of their home and that might be a good starting point for Paul to take as well.
1: Yeah most definitely you know I tend to find that most people when they're thinking about selling the first question they ask is well you know let's talk numbers what is my home worth and so if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market you can text the word savvy that is s-a-v-v-y to the phone number 21000. From there, we will send you back a text with a link. Make sure you click that link that will take you to our landing page and click on the feature that, you know, mentions inquiring about the value of your home. Make sure you also put in your address. We need to know your address in order to give you those numbers. So if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, just text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000.
0: You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole.
1: Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune in to The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.